Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fuck It, the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. Okay, today, you guys, we're going over part three of dating apps and what to do. Okay, so the first one we covered your profile pictures and your profile itself. Uh, second video, we touched on um, once you match the first date and how, how to go about texts and being on the phone and what have you. And now in this video, which I'm titling after the first date. Okay. So what do you do, right? You had the date, assuming it went well. Okay. Not those dates that they go nowhere fast. And maybe if you followed my advice, you, um, you know, had coffee or a drink or whatever, and let's say they had great conversation, good connection, you felt the chemistry and everything, and you're excited about this person. Or maybe you went on the date and things went well, um, at least from your perspective, but you're not quite sure yet if you want to, um, you know, where you want to go with it. So, but you're interested, okay? So I had some questions. Um, I figured I would address those because it would kind of go along the same vein as what I was going to put as far as content. So, and it will um, answer your questions. So first one, um, when do you call or text after that date? Okay. Now, some dating coaches will say, wait a full week. Some will say, you know, uh, do it the next minute, you know, whatever. And um, my, my take on it from my experience and um, from those I know that are in the dating app world that uh, men and women that give me feedback on their experience is, you know, within a day or two, you know, you don't want to wait a long time um, because um, the thing is, is that you don't want to wait much longer than that, in my opinion, because the, the girl still has a low investment in you. Okay. So she might have thought you were charming, good looking. Uh, you guys shared some, some things in common, but it's still very early on. You know, she, she doesn't, you, you don't have her soul. You don't have her essence yet. You know, um, there isn't a history there. There's not that long-term investment yet. So, you know, you still want, you're still in interview mode, so to speak. And I say that within a day or two is good, you know, and then depending on the relationship, um, you know, how you both feel about texting or calling, you know, you make the call as far as how you want to approach that. Uh, the next thing is, what do you share about how you feel? Okay. Now, I say nothing. Let her wonder. Okay. Don't sit there and say, oh my God, you're the most beautiful woman I ever met. Oh my God, you're my soulmate. Oh my God, you're amazing. Now, you might be thinking all these things right now, but you have to come off as a man that has options. Not to be a jerk, not to, you know, um, you know, make her chase and try to, you know, wear the pants in the relationship or any of this stuff. But simply, if you give away the farm, like right away, and you have interest in this girl, she's going to wonder why you don't have other options. Or, you know, have you seen like her best behavior? Um, because if you completely just, you know, sign over your house and your first child and this and that, and you're telling her that she's your dream girl and all this other stuff, she's going to have red flags and she's going to wonder why you're willing to give yourself away so quickly or why you're in such a rush, 
you know, to like marry her down or whatever. So, you know, you don't do that. You know, you're a high value man, act like it and know that you have value and you have worth. And, you know, you want to have her earn your love as, as you're earning hers as well. Okay. Third question, do I stop dating anybody else after or everybody else after? And the answer to that is hell no. Hell no, you don't. Okay. The main reason is it's like, think about it. When you go into um, negotiations with your boss and you have three other job opportunities and they're all willing to pay you the same or more and maybe have different benefit packages and or it's more convenient, it's closer to the house, whatever it is, right? You're going in with a strong mindset. You're going in with confidence. You're going in with some leverage. And the thing is, is that you don't know how this date's going to work out, how this woman's going to work out in your life. You know, first date was good, but you know, you get if assuming there's going to be more dates, there's a honeymoon period. Now, you've got, you know, skeletons in your closet. She's got skeletons in her closet. Everyone's putting their best, you know, face forward, just like you would in a job interview. You know, you're not going to talk about your failures. You're not going to talk about, you know, um, what you did to screw up the relationships or, you know, what your worst fears are and all this other stuff, because all you're going to do basically is, um, is just lower, lower your market value to them. And you need to come off as strong and it takes time. So you want to give it some time. You want to still date other people. And, you know, especially if you're just getting back into dating and, you know, you've been out of the loop for a little while, let's say you got divorced or you've been in a long-term relationship that ended and, you know, you're still a little bit fragile. And maybe if you haven't had a date in a while, you know, you might feel a little bit desperate or you'll get overly excited. So, you don't want to um, rush into anything. You want to take your time. Okay. So some tips for you that are going to help you beyond this first date is, you know, no matter what is going on, show respect. Okay. So show her respect and show some interest. I'm not saying, you know, be completely Joe cool cocky where, you know, you're trying to like come off as Joe cool and, you know, you don't let your you know, emotions show and you don't let your feelings show. And, you know, you're not going to be like, you're, you know, you're playing in the World Series of Poker. And you're, you're not trying to show your poker hand. You know, a good example of that is the movie Grease. Whenever um, Sandy and, and Danny run into each other and uh, Danny's all into her. Oh, my God, I thought you went back to Australia. And uh, then his buddies start to like catch on to their conversation. And he starts to like go into like cool douche mode. And he's like, oh, that's cool, baby. That's cool. You know, rocking and rolling. And she's like, what? And he, she, she's like, Danny, what's the matter with you? And he's like, what's the matter with me, baby? What's the matter with you? You know, she goes, where's the Danny that I met? He's like, ah, I don't know. Maybe you need to take out a missing person's ad or something. Huh? And he just came off like an ass and it really pissed her off. And she took off and you could see it in his face. He's like, oh, I, I done screwed up. So don't let your undersized underdog boys um, or anyone for that matter, you know, try to give you advice. that's going to have you uh, to not be yourself, I guess is the main point of that is still be yourself. Um, don't play Danny Zuko. It's not good. It's not a good look. Okay. Anyways. So how was that for like a 40 year old reference or whenever it was? Always showing my undersized underdog silver fox age. Chicks dig it though. Okay. 
So show you're interested, right? But the thing is, too, by not sharing everything is you want to be mysterious. You know, you reveal little by little. All right. Just little by little, you're revealing things. And the biggest thing is don't just like volunteer those things, you know, make her ask or let her ask, I should say, you know, don't volunteer it. Let her ask as it comes up organically in conversation, you know, let her wonder, let her, um, you know, think about you, let her talk to her friends about you, you know, let her, you know, come up in her mind, you know, with what the scenario could be. Women love to do that stuff. You know, they'll spend all day and talk to every one of their friends about you and wonder how it's going to go and this and that. And the thing is, sometimes if you just shut up and let her ask and reveal it naturally and organically and with confidence, um, the buildup is sometimes the, the foreplay of getting to know you. So, you know, take it slow, you know, put the brakes on a little bit. Don't, you know, tell her about where you want to get married, what kind of ring you want to buy her, you know, oh, I want to buy you a house. I wanted this and that. You come off like a beta bitch. Okay. Don't be a beta bitch. Okay. So that's my take on that. So the take home points though, all around you guys is no matter what, because every relationship is different. So I speak in generalities so that it can be applicable, you know, principle-based, you know, um, information that's going to help you. So stick to the basic principles. You can't go wrong. Think about, you know, using your intuition. You know, every relationship I've been in has been different and for good reasons. I mean, they're all a little different and like some of like my approach or, you know, my, um, my game, well, I hate to use game because it sounds like I'm, you know, conning somebody, but you know what I mean? You know, being on your A game, I guess, um, has been different with everybody. And some people just have a natural intuition and other people really need a little bit of guidance with it. So get out of your own head in a sense and think about the company in front of you and, you know, what be in her world and let her ask you and listen and absorb her and feel her in that way. All right. So got to have a good vibe or, you know, you got to vibe with her, so to speak. Um, look for red flags, you know, early before, you know, you fall in love and you cross that bridge of logic and it, logic and intellect where you see things really clear because it's the job interview again to falling in love and having an emotional bond with her or having sex with her. And it's like mind blowing sex. And all of a sudden, any little red flag after that point, you're going to excuse it. I mean, how many times you guys have you been in a relationship and almost all of your friends and family have said, I don't know, this one seems like trouble. Then you're like, well, maybe generally on paper, it looks like it could be a train wreck or she looks like she's you know, whatever label you want to put on her based on her red flag. Um, it, but you're so far gone and nobody can tell you otherwise. And then let's say that relationship falls apart, right? What happens? All of a sudden you guys were right. I should have seen it coming a mile away and I was just blind, you know? So be careful. Look at those red flags. Think about beforehand when you're doing that work your self-awareness, you know, um, you're on your purpose, you, you know who you are, what you want. You should be figuring those things out now. What are your deal breakers? What are the things that you can work with? You know, know what your 
you know, skeletons are. Know what your weaknesses or shortcomings are. And, you know, be ready to play the game from there. All right. The game of love. The love boat. God damn. That's like two 70s-esque references in one video. All right. We're going to try not to let that happen again. And I sang again. Uh, Sorry, guys. All right. So that's it for this series, you guys, on dating apps. I hope it helped. Like, subscribe, share, and hit me up. Let me know what you think. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Have a great rest of the day.